Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our second episode of Believing Beyond Limits. I'm your host, Tony Collins. Thank you for all people that are joining us right now. <laughs> First of all, I want to thank Millions.co for teaming up with me and helping we helping me uh, getting my message out. I want to thank them for that. <clears throat> Last week, we talked about... Uh, uh, become what you believe. We talked. I told you a little bit about my story. We're going to be talking a little bit about my story again, but I just want to go over some of the things that we talked about last week. And it's becoming what you believe. You have to become what you believe, <laughs> and that's what I did as a as a ten year old. I became an NFL football player in my mind. Okay, uh, I thought like an NFL football player. I tried to walk like an NFL football player. I was in my backyard pretending I was in. NFL football player, and I became an NFL football player in my mind at the age of 10. Become what you believe, okay? And your words have power is what we talked about also, how what, what comes out of your mouth is very, very important. At a young age, I went to my mom and I told my mom, mom, I'm going to play in the NFL, just like that. And uh, not knowing what I was doing at, at the time, but I was speaking my future into the present. We all have that same capability. How you doing, Diana? How you doing, Bethany? Uh, I want to make sure you guys can hear me. So just let me know <laughs> if you guys can hear me or not. Okay. But uh, I became what I believed. And my words, your words have power. I spoke those words out, not knowing what I was doing, but I was speaking my future into the present. We all have that same capability. And what, what we think about the most now, this is important. What we think about the most will come to us. Uh, a lot of times we, we, we think about uh, the bad things that, that, that we don't want to happen to us, and that's what's on our mind. And that's what we're drawing to us because that's what we're thinking about the most. If we're thinking positive things, that we got, we got to think those positive things. You keep thinking positive things, positive things will come back to you. How you doing, Bonnie? Um, listen, it, it's, everything begins with a thought. Okay, and so if you can control your thoughts, you can control your world. Okay, so uh, that's one of the things that, that we talked about last week. Uh, surrounding yourself with good people. I told you about all the great people uh, that I grew up with in Pinyan, my little great town of Pinyan. Uh, I love that town, man. Um, I, I thank God my parents moved uh, us to Pinyan, and I was raised in Pinyan. There's just so many great memories there. And we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. How you doing, Diana? Um, uh, again, want to thank everyone for for joining joining us tonight. Um, uh, I think we got a great show. We're going to talk about. Uh, uh, if I had to put a, a, a title on on tonight, it would it would have to be, the choices that we make, forms your future. Choices that we make forms your future. And I'm going to tell you about some of the choices that I made when I got to the league. Now, we, I think we left off at, I got drafted in the second round, and I was very excited. And I got up there to New England, and uh, <laughs> my very first year in the league, I was the third-string running back on the team, 
But in my mind, again, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm doing all the right thinking. In my mind, I'm a first-string running back. I'm not a third-string running back. In my mind, I'm a first-string running back. And I was preparing myself to be the first-string running back. God doesn't give us things. He gives us opportunity. Okay, you got you to you gotta, you gotta be, be prepared for the opportunity, okay? And so I was being prepared for the opportunity when my time came uh, that I was going to perform well. And so uh, the first week of training camp went, went well. I, I, did re- I did really good first week. Uh, here, here's another thing. I, I, know, I know I talked about this last week, but I just want to go over it. If you want to be the best at what you do, you can't do what everybody else is doing. Okay. And so what I did, I was the first one on the field. I was the last one off the field. Uh, I, I was, again, like I said, I was a fanatic. And so um, third good training camp comes in and Horse Ivy, who's the number two running back on the team in 1981, gets hurt. And so I move up to the second straight running back. Um, so last week of training camp, the, our, our starting running back, Vegas Ferguson, who was the number one draft pick last the last season, he goes down with an ankle. And so I'm the only healthy running back to start the very first game of the season. And I had a good game and I started and uh, kind of like the rest is history. I, I didn't want to give my job. I didn't give my job up. And so now we're going to go into my second year into the league. Now, all those years before my second year, I was making good choices. <laughs> I really was. I, I have to admit, I, I stayed. I, I stayed away from trouble. I surrounded myself with good people. I worked hard. I did the things that I had to do to get where I wanted to go. Okay, and that's one of the things. For all you people on Facebook and on Instagram, if you want to ask questions. <laughs> I'll say it again. You have to go to millions.co and ask questions, but you can listen if you want. All right. That's just fine. Uh, we, we got some people on. We got Diana on. We got Bethany on. Uh, we got Bonnie on. Um, good people from uh, uh, my hometown. <laughs> but like I was saying, the choices you make forms your future. And so my second year into the league, beginning of the training camp, I get hurt. I get cracked ribs. I don't know if anybody ever had cracked ribs before, but they hurt. Okay, they really, really hurt. And so now I have to make a choice. Here's my choice. Either sit down and give somebody else an opportunity to take my job like I took Vegas's job and like I took Horace Ivory's job. Okay. My second option was stay on the field and fight through the pain and starting getting shots, injections in, in my side to numb my side. So I wouldn't feel any, I wouldn't feel the pain. I chose the latter choice. You make form your future. Now, back when I was playing football, <laughs> you didn't want to sit out. You didn't want to miss a game. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't want to play hurt. My, I, I said you you wanted to play. I'll take it back. You wanted to you 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 wanted to play hurt. Injured, you can't play injured, but you can play hurt. And so I I just figured it, it, this is this is hurt. I mean, this is I'm not injured. I can still play. So I made that choice. I made that choice to stay on the field. And that's the choice I made. Um I would get injection shots in my in my side before the game. I would get injections in, in my side at halftime. And then after the game was all over, um, when the, when all the, the 
the stuff wears out. Um, now I'm in so much pain. Now I got to take these these painkillers. And um, I got addicted to painkillers. No one forced me. Um, but they were giving out painkillers like aspirin back then. So and, and that's just how it was. And so but nobody forced me. I'm not saying that they forced these painkillers down my throat. I took them because I made the choice and I got addicted to painkillers and, and, and uh, the the 82 season was a short season. We only played eight games and uh, I got through it, man. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to painkillers right now. I, I have to have the painkillers after the game. I have to have the painkillers be, before I go to sleep. I have to have the painkillers when I wake up in the morning. And I was taking so many painkillers that it was really tearing up my stomach. And one of the guys on the team who was taking painkillers as well, he said, man, you know, listen, uh, smoke some marijuana and uh, it'll take the nauseaness away from you. And so I smoked marijuana and sure enough, it took the nauseaness away from me. And now I'm popping pills and I'm smoking marijuana. The thing is, I get through this in my second year and my third year, I go, in, I go into my third year still popping pills, but I have the, I have one of the best years of my career, my third year in the league. And uh, I rushed for over a thousand yards. I make it to the Pro Bowl. Um, I'm one of the top backs uh, in the AFC that, that year. And life is going fantastic. I thought in my mind, I thought it was going fantastic. Um, uh, I, I come back the, the following year and uh, uh, had, had another great, great year in 84 and 85, we go to the Super Bowl. And it's just getting worse because now I'm hanging around with people that I shouldn't be hanging around with. One of the keys of being successful is surrounding yourself with successful people. And I wasn't. And I was hanging around with folks I shouldn't have been hanging around with because I got to get the, I got to get those bills and I got to get the marijuana. And uh, one thing led to another. Uh, the marijuana led to cocaine and the cocaine led to me. Uh, being suspended from from uh, from the league, and uh, <laughs> all the hard work, all the all the dedication, all the the times I, I I stayed on the field, all those those drills that I did, all went away because choices that I was making, choices that you make forms your future, and. Uh, I remember, just like it was yesterday, uh, Raymond Barry coming to me and uh, telling me that he's gonna really, I'm gonna be released from the New England Patriots. And one of the saddest days of my life. Uh, I, <laughs> it was a sad day for me, man. I, it, it really was. I, I even hate thinking about it because it, it really just, ah, just depresses me. So. I get released from the New England Patriots and about two weeks, the Indianapolis coach that called me up, Ron Myers was coaching for, for the for the coach at the time. He was my coach in, in New England a few years ago. And so Ron Meyer calls me up and he says, you know, we, we, we want you, we want you to come and join us. And so I had to go all the way to New York first because I got suspended, had to go all the way to, to, to New York first, uh, go through the things. I, 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 I'm sorry. 
I, I, I wasn't suspended yet. I, I was released from New England. And but I had two strikes on me. Okay, so you get three strikes, and I had two strikes on me. And so um I know now that I'm gonna get tested every single day. I'm gonna say it again. I know that I'm gonna get tested every single day. And if I get caught, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get suspended from the league for a whole entire year. Okay, and so um I get to Indianapolis. And I'm focused, man. I'm, my mind is right. I, I, I said I'm not going to embarrass my family. I'm not going to embarrass my, my great people from Pinyan. I'm not going to do anything wrong to let my, let my people down. And that, that was my goal when I got to Indianapolis. And uh, I got to Indianapolis in the backfield with Eric Dickerson, man. I'm really excited. And we're having a, uh, I'm having a great camp. First one on the field, last one off the field, just doing everything that I know to do to make this team. And I was uh, and I was going to make the team. And so uh, I think it was maybe the third week of training camp. And uh, some of the guys said, man, we're getting ready to go to a party. You want to come? And I was like, mm, I, I should. I better not. And it was like, man, come on. Come, come on. Come we, we We ain't going to do nothing. Nothing bad. And so. I knew <laughs> when you go to some of these parties, man, there's there's going to be things there that, that I shouldn't be around. And so I got there, and sure enough, they had marijuana there, they had cocaine there, but I can't touch it because I got to take a drug test the very next day. And so I get there, sure enough, they had the stuff there, and, and I stayed away from it, and I, I passed the test. I get back to my dorm room, wake up the next morning, I take my take my 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 tests uh everything's good i'm believing i go out and i have another great uh day of practice and uh <laughs> the coach calls me in after practice and he said tony uh you've been tested positive for marijuana and we're going to have to release you and you're going to get suspended for a whole entire year and i got suspended from the league i didn't use but I made a choice to go to a place where there was, they were smoking marijuana and they were doing other things. And, and uh, I, I didn't know anything about secondhand smoke at the time. And uh, that's, what, that's what got me, the secondhand smoke. But I made the choice. I made the choice to go to, to the party. I could have made the choice and stayed in my dorm room and everything would have been just fine. But I made the choice to go to that party. And it was my choice that formed my future. And I got suspended from the league for a whole entire year. And uh, it was it was tough. I, I have to totally admit to you, everyone, that it was one of the toughest things that I ever went through in my whole whole entire life. Nobody's fault but mine. But it was it was it was tough. Got reinstated. Played one year for the uh Miami Dolphins and uh played eight years total in the NFL and the eight-year NFL careers it's pretty good for a running back most people will say that i mean that's a that's a that's a good time that's a good time you long time that you played in the league but to me i was a failure in my mind i was a failure what you think about the most will come to you and that's all i thought about that i was a failure i felt that i let my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters down i i let the town of pinyan down and man, after I I, I left uh, Miami, I, I played around with the 
with the uh, arena football for for a few years, couple years, and uh, things were getting bad, man. And, and, and they were getting really bad because you know I I I I felt like a failure. The negative thoughts started coming, and I always thought negative. When you think negative, you're going to get negative results, and that's what I was getting. I was getting negative results. But God, <laughs> there, there is a God. I don't know if you guys believe in God or not, but I sure do. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, this 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 story, you know, when when I talked about believing beyond limits, this this is this is believing beyond limits. This this is what how God does things, and he, he he'll set you up. Uh, like I said uh, earlier. God doesn't give us things. He gives us opportunity to get things. Okay. And so um, I am, I'm going through, I'm going through life and, and it's tough. And so uh, the, the very first year that I got suspended, um, I stayed, I was in, in, in Indianapolis and when I stayed up for, and this is the truth, I stayed up for seven days straight no sleep only thing i consumed was cocaine and orange juice that's that's that was it for seven days and uh on that seventh day i uh was with this woman that was there at the at the house with me and uh i uh i overdosed and the, the lady calls the calls the police Police comes, and before the police comes, this is believing beyond them. Listen to this. Before the police comes, I am in, outside. I'm, I had to go outside. I'm, I am outside go, going into, into convulsions. I'm going up and down on, on the ground. I'm into convulsions, man. I'm having a heart attack. I am dying. And I asked God, I said, God, I do not want to die like this. God, I do not want to die like this. And I, I, I'm laying on the ground and I, and I see this, there's a man and all black and with a hoodie and he's walking towards me. And I'm, I'm wondering why, he, why is he walking so slow towards me? And he's walking really slow towards me. And, and I, I call out to God again, God, I do not want to die like this. And my heart uh, starts beating regularly. And by that time, the ambulance was there and they take me to the ambulance, take me to the hospital. And uh, sure enough, I overdosed, I had a heart attack. And um, now everybody knows that I'm a real druggie. And uh, it, it, it was tough. How you doing, Paul? Uh, it was one of the toughest times of my life, man. And, 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 and I put myself in that situation nobody else but me okay uh, and so I, I uh i heard a lot of people when when you are, are addicted to drugs or you are addicted to alcohol you're not not only hurting yourself you're hurting people that love you and i hurt people that love me my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, my, my great town of Pinyan, man, I just felt that I let them down. And now I'm going through this negative thing for, for the rest of my life, man. And it's, it is, and it's tough. 
It's tough, but there is a God. There is a God. And so throughout the years, throughout the, and I, I'm going to tell you, it was at least 17 years of negativity in my life. And I was going through it, man. And I was, I was, uh, I would stay clean for, for maybe a year and I go back out. I stay clean for maybe two years and I go back out and, and, and it's over and over and over and over and over again, man. I, I just, I just keep falling off the wagon. I keep falling. I keep falling. I keep falling. I keep falling. And, and I did that for almost 18 years. And I stayed away from my hometown for opinion for all those, for all those years. I didn't go back home. Um, because I felt that I had let people down. I stayed away from my family because I, have, I felt that I had let them down. Um, and it was a tough time. And, you know, the toughest thing about this is my mom and dad didn't get a chance to see me like this, like I am now. And uh, that's, that's what's really tough for me that they didn't get a chance to see me like I am right now. But the great thing about God is that, you know, God will not give up on you. People may give up on you, but God won't give up on you. He didn't give up on me. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't give up on me because, man, I, was, I wasn't doing nothing right. I wasn't doing anything right. I wasn't believing right. I wasn't doing anything right. And so, but he still didn't give up on me. And uh, it was my, my, my oldest son was getting ready to go off to college and uh, he was staying with me and I was had gone through a couple divorces and now my son is living with me and I'm trying to be the best father that I can be but I'm still going out doing drugs I'm still doing that and so I get this job working for this company that my cousin got me <laughs> my cousin know who I'm talking about uh, I get this job um, thinking that I'm going to be working with kids, helping kids uh, get get to college or uh, to a, to a camp or whatever. So I go into this to this job, and I'm not helping any kids. I'm on the phone talking to the parents of the kids, and I don't want to be here. First day on the job. Now this is my very first day on the job, and so I. I <laughs> I'm answering the phone. I'm in this cubicle. I'm in this cubicle, and there's a there's a guy on my left, and there's a guy on my right, and so um, and they're all there was their there was their first day as well, um, in in the uh, in the in the uh, at the job as well. Now, if you guys want to ask me questions, go ahead and ask questions, and I'll and I'll get to them if you if you if you want to ask questions. But I get to the job, and I don't want to be there. <clears throat> so I'm talking to the guy on my right, talking to the guy on my left. I said, "Man, this is crazy. I don't want to do this." And I told him, "I said, man, when 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 lunchtime comes, I'm going to McDonald's, and I'm not coming back." <laughs> that was my goal. <laughs> All right. So lunchtime comes, and I. Uh, believe me, beyond limits. Listen to this story. Lunchtime comes, and I go to McDonald's, and I ordered a number one, Big Mac, no pickles, and a high C drink. The lady gives me my gives me my food, and she gives it gives me my my high C drink, and I put my high C drink in the cup holder, and I hear a voice, just like you're hearing my voice right now. I hear a voice say, "Go back to the job." And I was like, what? 
And so I, I, I mess with the, the, my cup on the, in, in my in a cup holder for a little second. And I hear the voice again. It says, go back to the job. And now I'm kind of like shaking up, kind of a little, little scared. Uh, but I remember what my mom used to always tell us. She used to always say, when you hear a voice and it's telling you something that you don't want to do, it could be the voice of God. I mean, it just rang out to me. Uh, my mom's voice just rang out to me. If you hear a voice and it's telling you something that you don't want to do, it could be the voice of God. And I go back to the job. God doesn't give us things. He gives us opportunity. And so I go back to the job and I'm sitting there at the job. The guy on my right doesn't come back. The guy on my left doesn't come back. And I'm sitting <laughs> I'm sitting there all by myself answering the phone, man. I don't want to be here. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I came back here. But that voice told me to come back to the job. And so um, answering phones, answering phones, answering phones. And the guy on my right that had left, his phone starts to ring. And so I don't even want to answer my phone, but I make a choice to pick up that phone. And on the other end of that line was this lady from San Antonio, Texas. Her son, TJ, was, uh, was in a, 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 the organization that, that I was working for. And um, the first thing that I said, I said, can you give me your son's name, please? And uh, she says, my son's name is Terrence Terrell. I was like, wow, that sounds like a football name. He said, and she says, yeah, my son plays football. And she starts bragging on her son. And so I, I'm listening. I'm, you know, I got a son getting ready to go off to the University of Pittsburgh. My son's pretty good, too. So I started bragging on my son. So we're going back and forth bragging on our sons. And uh, I said, listen, because uh, this is almost like the end of the day. And I said, listen, take my cell phone number and call me later. <laughs> yeah, I was flirting a little bit. Not knowing that she would call me. I, I, I really didn't expect her to call me, but she took my phone number and uh, and she called me. And her name was Trudy. She called me on the phone and we talked 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 and we talked. And, we talked. and it was for about maybe what, two months, three months, we, we, we were talking and, and, and sharing things. And, and I, I'm going to tell you, man, she changed my way of thinking. She she absolutely changed my way of thinking. Um, it was the greatest thing that God could have ever done to me was give me the opportunity to meet Trudy, my wife. That's today because she absolutely saved my life. Uh, if I didn't, if I didn't go back to the job. Most likely, I will be dead today. God doesn't give us things; He gives us opportunity to get things. And so, how you doing, Al? I give I I, I from that day forth, man. It, it, it has a, have I been great? No, I haven't been great. Uh, I haven't uh, uh, done some great. I have done some great things, and I've done some stupid things uh, in that time. But my wife, to this day, man, she's. She's my backbone. She's everything for me, everything to me. I mean, she is the reason that I am talking here today. And because God uh, gave me that opportunity, I, I just I, I can't think I'm enough to, to be totally honest with you. So and, and the whole thing about it is what is 
like I said before, God doesn't give us things. He gives us opportunities to get things. Now, there's 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 things that you have to do as far as working hard and 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 and, and being that good person. Because see, there's there's a lot of things that you can do uh, with your mouth. You can say a lot of things, but what you do is is what what's really going on. So. Um, God spared my life and, and gave me Trudy. And, you know, I am, I am so blessed, man. I, I'm with a family now. Um, I have, uh, I think 15 grandkids now. And I got, I think I got, I got another one coming any day. <laughs> Cammy's, Cammy's going to have a little baby brother. And so uh, I'm just so excited about uh, my family. And, and, and here's the thing. God can turn your mess and turn that mess all around for you. I mean, but you just gotta be obedient. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta think right. You gotta surround yourself with good people. You gotta do the things right. You gotta be the person that you wanna be. You gotta become what you believe in. And one of the things that I wanna become, I wanna become a good father. I wanna become a a, a, a good grandfather. And, and, and truly uh, just help me do all that again, because I mean, I, I really lost, lost my family, man. I, I, <laughs> it, it had got so bad that I had to go back and live with my mom and dad. I had lost everything. And so uh, Trudy was my lifesaver. She, she really was. And so this is why I, I do what I do. And I, I can't thank millions.co enough for uh, helping me do this because one of the things that I'm believing for now and this is all about believing, man. You, when you come on here, we're going to talk about believing. And, and so um, one of the reasons I, I'm doing uh, this, this podcast is that um, I can't travel uh, by myself anymore. I, I, uh, I've been taking those uh, tests and uh, the tests aren't, aren't coming out as good as I want them to come out. But uh, I believe God. I believe God that everything is going to be just fine, man. I, I really, absolutely, truly believe that. I think that um, uh, with all the technology today is that I, I can live a long and productive life, and that's what that's what I want to do. And and one of the ways I can do that is is tell my story and get my story out to people. I can't uh, do like I used to do and, and and go places like I like I like I used to go, but millions. .co is giving me an opportunity to share my story, to reach as many people as possible, and to help as many people as possible. And that's what it's all about. It's all about, you know, we, we all have a story, right? We all have a story, but every story, whether it's big or, 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 or small, you know, it doesn't have to be my kind of story. Your story helps people. I mean, you, you can help people just by telling telling them your story. How you doing, Eric? Uh, I mean, it, it's just a thing that I, I, just, I just know for a fact that I'm supposed to do. Um, God spared my life, man. I, I should have been dead a, a, a few times. Uh, I'm not going to tell you all the stories. You're going to have to get my book. <laughs> You're going to have to buy the book to see all the other crazy stories that, that God allowed me to, to go through. And uh, it, it, it was something... It was something special, man, that, that how how God spared my life. And, and now that uh, I see what I'm supposed to do, 
uh, I'm, I'm all about it and uh, just want to, you know, I, I can't thank my wife enough, man. I keep, I keep mentioning that. She, uh, whew, she's something else. She is a very, very, very special lady. And, you know, like I say, um, gotta show up for you too. Uh, I'm not no special person. I mean, I'm just like you. I mean, if you're going through anything right now, uh, the only thing I can tell you is to do is is what I can ex that what I have experienced. And there's no question about it. There is a God. I mean, I I can't I can't doubt that. Uh, even growing up in the church and and doing all those things when I was coming up in the church, and then when I when I left the church, uh, you, you you can still there's still, you can still, this. I know that there still was a presence of God. And there's so many things that, that God allowed me to get through. There's so many things that God, you know, didn't take my life. I mean, he, he allowed me to get through those things. And I, I just have to give back. And, and that's what we're doing. We're giving back. And uh, you guys got any questions for me? Um, and it's, 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 it's the time now. If you guys want to ask me questions, I see Eric here, Paul. Uh, Diana, I, I, I thank you guys so much for, for coming on. This is, uh, uh, I think, something that can help a lot of people. Like I said before, we're going to be we're going to be doing a lot of things. We're going to be having a lot of guests on as well. And so uh, just keep coming. Just keep coming and joining us and, 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 and see if you can get some help. Or if you, you may know a friend that's going through some stuff. And, and if your friend is going through some stuff, man, tell them to, to, to hook up with, hook up with us. Every, every uh, Thursday night at 8 o'clock, believing beyond limits, okay? Um, one of the things that I, I, I want to make sure that I do uh, in my episodes also is uh, we want to target the young kids, uh, especially the athletes, uh, let them know some of the things that they need to do as far as uh, getting into school and uh, some of the steps that they have to take to get into schools. And that, that's going to be coming up on some of our other episodes. So... Man, I, I, I'm kind of done for my talk for the day. Um, uh, I, I want to thank uh, Eric and Bonnie and everybody else. I'm reading the, reading the things. Bonnie, I know. I... <laughs> Bonnie, I'm going to tell you, it's. I know you you went through some things 10 years ago and uh and and I told you just to keep believing and, and and that's what it is man you you just keep believing no matter what happens every day you just keep believing you keep thinking positive uh like I said everything begins with a thought and when your thought life is good your life is good okay when your thought life is good your life is good and and, and that's what it's all about man it's all about having a good life man it, we we live on this earth and there's so much hate <laughs> right now uh, in this world. Uh, so much hate in this world, man. And, and we just need to just start loving, start start loving on people. And, and that's what I want to do. I, I know God spared my life for a reason. And I do not want to disappoint him uh, like I disappointed my mom and my dad. Okay. Paul. All right. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, uh, 
you know, Paul was saying he brought my book uh, to the high school. Um, I, the reason I wrote the book was was to help young athletes and 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 not go through the through the things that I went through in my life. But it, it not only did it help young athletes, it helped a lot of other people because you know a lot of people go through stuff, man. It just it's just you know I'm here to help and and I just want to help as many people as possible. Now. Uh, gonna be doing um, uh, the uh, XFL uh, championship game on Saturday. If you guys want to tune in, we're, we're gonna talk all about football. You can ask me questions, whatever questions you want to ask. But that's gonna be on Millions.com on Saturday at eight o'clock. I'll be posting uh, some of the stuff for for that uh, on Saturday. Uh, the the XFL championship. I think it's the Commanders, Arlington, and DC plan on on, uh, on Saturday. How you doing, Alex? Um, again, I, I just want to thank everybody for joining us today. Believe in Beyond Limits. Uh, we got some good stuff coming up uh, in in the near future, man. And so come back and join us. We're going to be here every Thursday night at eight o'clock. I'm your host, Tony Collins. I hope you all have a great day. Uh, Bonnie, Eric, uh, Paul, Al. Uh, thanks, you guys. Thank you guys for coming on, man, and asking those questions. And uh, again, uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, anybody going through some stuff, please, please have them join us because we're going to be talking about some some good stuff and and people that maybe be addicted or people that are uh, um, have sons or daughters or that are going through things. And I I I, I, I don't have all the answers, but I, I I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still living, and so. I do have some answers. And so I just want to help as many people as possible. God bless. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you next week. Um, believe in Beyond Limits. God bless. Have a fantastic night. Thank you.